Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You want your Burt Show in one full show every day, uninterrupted, and dang it, you don't want ads. No problem. Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Mo is back at it again. Supposed to be in the studio over the um, weekend. Is it studio or were you out shooting a video? Shooting a video. Okay. Where are you doing all that? Where? Yeah. Um, as in what part of town? That is a great question, Bert. <laughs> Outside of where he lives for the last four years, he realizes like our city is like about one mile by one mile. I was I was OTP. I know that. I was out there. It was it was about an hour away from where I live, and it was somebody's house. It was somebody's house. It's a very nice house. It was a friend of mine's friend of mine who let us use their home in order to try to create this music video. That was the set location. Okay. And it was a, uh, it's a beautiful disaster. <laughs> okay. All right. For those that didn't hear this on Friday, including myself, um, what was the stress leading up to it? So uh, it was an opportunity where a friend of mine called me and said, listen, I think we can do somebody a favor, which in the end would end up doing a favor for you as well. And it's kind of, it works out for both parties because he just happened to know a guy who needs to create some form of a music video in order to graduate from SCAD. So mm. he didn't have a lot of time. I guess he already had something lined up, but last minute it fell through so now he's panicking making phone calls because if he doesn't have this video done by this thursday he can't graduate so this was when i got this phone call this was i mean we had maybe a week and a half to put this entire thing together this guy doesn't know me i don't know him he's never heard any of my music but he he needs to put a video together and i happen to like free things so it all hmm. was coming together perfectly <laughs> for us and so he calls me i send him my album he picks the song I wasn't exactly sure that I wanted to use the song that he picked because it's my favorite song. And I felt like if I ever do a music video, it would be to that song, but I really would want it to be perfect. But at the same time, if that's the song that he chose to be passionate about, it made me feel like he would actually put more better effort into creating the video. And it was free. And it was free. <laughs> <laughs> the angles are always a little bit better better in a video when it's free. Absolutely. The, the mix is better when it's free. Absolutely. <laughs> so we uh, we decided to come together this weekend. And uh, thankfully, because what I've learned is when everyone is doing something at like a music video for the first time, you really need God to be on your side. <laughs> like that's it, it's just a lot of things can go wrong. It's a lot of work. It's It's way more work than I anticipated. But the good thing was we had everything in place because I got a phone call, like I said, from a friend who had a friend who was like, we have a home, they have a basketball court, they have a pool. It's a beautiful home. And they they kind of always wanted to showcase their home to do something like this. So I said, okay, bet, let's set it up. So I get there uh, on Saturday at about 5 o'clock, in which I got there late on purpose because I knew that they were getting there at around 4, mm -hmm. and they told me to be there at 4, but I know they got to set up, they got to scope the scene, they got to do all of the things. So I get there at 5 thinking we'll start around 5 if they got there at 4. We didn't start until about, I want to say it was about 6.30. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds about right, That's right? not offering a lot of light to do, or is it primarily going to be done inside, lighting, like, because I would assume there would be some shots outside, so you would need some daylight. Right. 
that was the whole point of having the pool in the basketball yeah, that's, court. That's why I brought that up. Hence why I brought that up. Right, right. Well, you but still got getting... about an hour and a half of light left, right, if you're starting at 630 yeah, about that. Okay. Which is not a lot of time when, no. when you're putting a music video together. No. But we got to do what we got to do. Now, the part that I would have stressed about, which I'm glad that I didn't even know, was apparently in the very beginning, they were missing some kind of extension cord that leads to another cord to where they couldn't get the camera to work, the main camera. <laughs> and, and you're shooting a video. Exactly. <laughs> so at this point, we have no camera. Now, I'm in there chilling, thinking everything is great, going over my lines, being ready. And yeah, the video was about to not even happen. Mm -hmm. But shout out to my guy. He was able to make some calls and he figured it out. And he didn't tell me until after the video was over that that even happened, which I believe that's what a true friend is supposed to do in that situation. So we get to shooting. We finally get everything lined up. The basketball is there. The basketball court is ready. They tell me to go put on what I'm supposed to wear. I come outside and there's no video, girl. We have, we have no model. No. She was a no-show? She was supposed to be there at 5 o'clock. At this point, it's about 7 o'clock. She's not there. So they're like, we're going to shoot you playing basketball with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well, this is going swimmingly. The song is about me being in love with this, not me being Kevin Durant. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> they're going to, like, hologram her in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't know. Put, her, put her in and post. Right. <laughs> Your love is basketball, not yes. another woman. Yes, right. exactly. Okay. So we filmed that. Now, things start to go well as far as, like, he has a staff of guys that are working really hard, and this was their second shooter today. It's hot. I don't know how they've done it, but they all work well together. So we figure it out. We, we film the pool scene. We film the basketball scene. At this point, it's starting to get dark. There's still no model. And so I asked one of the guys, I'm like, where's the model? <laughs> He's like, uh, well, we didn't want to tell you this, <laughs> but she'll be here at 10. <gasps> uh, what? So it makes it even worse. <laughs> Is the guy who owns the house was like, you know what? I can get someone here that actually does modeling and might do it last minute. They told her, no, don't worry about it because we're waiting on someone already. Oh, no. So my thing is what happens now if she doesn't show up at 10? Then we don't have a model at all, and I'm really in love with myself. Now I'm a narcissist. Right? The video's taking on a whole new tone. It's going a whole different direction. You start just walking downtown looking for a pretty woman at this point. <laughs> That's where I was. I was very close. And uh, finally, they listened to me, and they're like, you know what? Let's just ask the other girl if she'll still do it. Thankfully, she pulled up last minute. This woman was amazing. Apparently, she has Disney credits. She has done a lot of modeling and acting. So she showed up like, what you want me to do? Where you want me to be? What you want me to wear? And I was like, wow. Like, she was very professional. So it ended up working out in our better interest because she was so good. Mm -hmm. Like, she was great on camera. Chemistry was great. The only thing that we really failed was obviously getting her outside. We did get to use, like, the pool scene area because luckily they have it lit up. And so that part ended up working out. We did some inside shots, and I just didn't realize at that point, once she got there, I was, I was a little more comfortable. I was like, we can make something happen. But I thought we'd be done around <laughs> midnight, mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. We shot from 6 to 4.30 oh in the morning. You're kidding. Well, you oh knew it was going to be a 12, 14-hour day. Well, yeah. I knew he said that. I didn't know that we were actually going to do <laughs> I asked him when we got there, I said, can we do this in 8? Because we're starting late already. We were supposed to start earlier. I'm like, listen, man, I got stuff to do tomorrow. Can we do it in 8? I think we can do it in 8. And he was like, oh, we'll be able to do it in 8. But with the model not showing up, that pushed <laughs> us back. So it ended up being pretty much an 11-hour shoot. You don't realize that when you're watching videos, like all the process that goes into it. I, I had no idea they took 14 hours a Have day. Have you never watched Behind the Music on MTV? It's been a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been Those a long while. <laughs> Yeah, music videos, like, those uh, those hours, like, I was shocked if you were going to be able to get it done in 12. Yeah, and luckily, it, it, he said it would have normally took two days. 
because for all that we had to do and for what he wanted to create with the song. I mean, because what I didn't realize, I knew it was going to be a long day. I didn't realize you literally do the song every single time. Like, so it's. Mm-hmm. Not, I thought you do parts of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll do the first verse on the basketball court. The second. No, you do the entire song every single shoot because everything is continuity. Yeah. So there, there would be scenes where I accidentally put my, my drink on the table mm-hmm. and I didn't put it back in the same exact spot. Mm-hmm. And because the drink had a label on it, it always had to be facing the same exact way because they don't want one scene to cut and then the glass is here. So it was like, it was just very intricate details to where... You have to continue to shoot. I hate that song now. (laughs) I never want to hear this song again. It's like a paper that you're writing in college. Like, when you first start writing it, you think it's great. And then by the time you're done reading it, like, 92 Mm -hmm. times, when you turn it in, you're like, oh, my God, this sucks. It's horrible. And I'm going to correct myself. It's not behind the music. It's making of the video. Making of, yes. And that was huge on MTV. So when is the final product coming out? So the good thing is he has his own deadline, which is Thursday. So I'll have the final video. I should at least by Friday because he has to have it for himself by Thursday. So they're going to be editing pretty much all week. Are you going to have, like, plan something for, like, a grand debut? I was thinking about it. I mean, it's kind of ironic that it's coming out right before my birthday. So I was thinking about maybe putting something together. I'm not exactly sure what, though. I'm, I'm not really good at that. Don't invite the original model. Oh, no, she, I never want to see her or talk to her. Ever Apparently, she didn't want to see you either. <laughs> she made that clear. The Burt Show. All right, when you're looking at weddings, you know, mathematically, there has to be the greatest maid of honor in the world, and there has to be the worst, right? Abby might be up for worst right now. She's not sure. Yep, I'm. I think I might be the worst maid of honor to date, and it's all because of something that went down in the bridal group chat. So I've mentioned a couple times that I'm going to be the maid of honor in my cousin's wedding. It's coming up in March. I'm very excited. It's going down in Florida. It's going to be beautiful. Um, but I was not expecting to be the maid of honor because, like, I knew she had this childhood best friend, and when it comes to like. The bridesmaid, the bridal party. Like, you know, there's going to be some kind of hierarchy. You know what I mean? It's going to be like childhood best friend, maid of honor, and like family is sort of towards the bottom. And I was very shocked to be asked to be one of the maid of honor. She had this beautiful like dinner set up to ask us. And I like mm-hmm. opened the card. I'm like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I just opened the card and it's like, congrats, you're the maid of honor. I'm like so touched by this. But um, I'm actually sharing the responsibilities with her childhood best friend. Yeah. Which, in theory, sounds like a really great idea because you have two people doing the same amount of work and it sounds like it's going to be a very easy balance. Um, that is not the case because mm. I, it, knowing that like childhood best friend kind of like outranks family in a way because mm. I think it's just like a different type of bond. You know, if you're going to choose to be besties with mm-hmm. someone for like 15 years, there's a closeness, there's an intimacy that's there that doesn't really come with like. You, you know, like family, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be here. You know what I mean? Like you, you could kill my cat. I'm still going to be here at Thanksgiving the next year. We'll, we'll, it'll be great. And you see her, what, twice a year, three couple, times a couple year? A couple times a year. And, and we grew up together. Like sh- I don't have a little sister, so she's kind of like the closest thing to it. Um, and so <laughs> in the bridal group chat, we're all kind of playing in the bachelorette. How right? many we got here? We got 12 girls in the Holy bridal party. Holy moly. 12. It's going to be great. It's going to be lovely. <laughs> so excited. And uh, yeah, because with more personalities, the easier it gets. <laughs> yeah. I heard the words, it's going to be great, but your face was saying something a little different. <laughs> well, I'm only saying that because I think I may have effed up the bachelorette party. <laughs> so 
I kind of wanted to take a step back because I'm like, I know if my best friend asked me to be her maid of honor and I shared the duties with somebody in her family, I would feel some type of way about it. You know, I would kind of be like, well, this is my bestie. I kind of want to like take over things. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to put it out there that I'm here for whatever you need. Happy to plan whatever. But but I'm going to kind of step back. And if you want to do whatever, I'm gonna let you have that freedom. So that's kind of what I did. And so it seemed like everything was going well. They were making plans. I was kind of watching from the outside, making sure everything was good. And as far as I can tell, bachelorette party's going great. Until I get a text from my mom one day. And she's like, hey, uh, what are you doing for the bachelorette party? I just talked to my sister. Kind of doesn't really seem like you're doing much. And I was like, I'll check in, make sure they're doing good. So I check in with the childhood best friend. I'm like, what's going on with the bachelorette? She's like, it's going great. I've made the baskets. Here's matching koozies. It's going to be great. I'm like, oh my gosh, so precious. And then she goes, here's what the bride is doing. And she sends me this laundry list of everything that my cousin has done for this bachelorette. And I'm looking at this list. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's made the reservations. She's booked the pontoon boat. She's gotten the matching uh, t-shirts. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have totally effed this up. She shouldn't have to do anything. Why was the bride doing all mm-hmm. that? Well, so I think she was doing it because no one had stepped up to do it, which is why I was like, mm-hmm. I have now screwed up. But then I, I was kind of like, well, the bride really loves to do things a certain way. She has a vision. She has a certain style. She probably just wants to take it over. So I tell my mom, everything's great. The bride's handling everything. And she's like, uh-uh, the bride does mm-hmm. not have this. You need to step in. So now we are a month out from the bachelorette. <laughs> we have nothing except for matching koozies Uh-oh. and um, a lot of motivation on my part to try and figure everything out. Um, and I am low-key freaking out because I'm a good planner. I'm the party planner friend. I can make everything happen, but a month is not um, a long time mm-hmm. to make sure that how, we're good. How long is this? Is, it's the whole weekend? It's going to be three days. It's Thursday to uh, like Sunday in Rosemary Beach. And I've never been to Rosemary Beach, so That's I don't know beautiful. what to do. I know, gorgeous. So when it comes to bridal parties and stuff like that and bachelorette weekends, um, is the expectation to have like two things lined up every single day? Yeah, I think you, dudes just do it differently. Like, all right, we're going to Vegas. When you get there, just text me and we'll figure out where we're going out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So for my bachelorette, which Cassie was there for, my best friend Brittany planned the whole thing. And it, everything was a surprise for me. I had no idea what was going on. So it was in Vegas. We were staying at the Wynn. She did all of the restaurant reservations. We had a cabana one day at the pool. We did a stripper class, um, a pole class. Uh, we had a Magic Mike show because it was the opening weekend mm-hmm. of Magic Mike in Las Vegas. So she had, uh, I mean, the limos, the car service, all of it, she she took care of it. And some girls, depending on what they could afford, some could go to Magic Mike, some didn't. So there were like alternate plans in case you couldn't make something. Maybe flaky people hang out with flaky friends, but I've been on four bachelor parties and it's basically like, as soon as we get there, we'll figure it out. Oh, that was Bart's bachelor like party. Like the best man never like planned any of that stuff. So you've got three days of planning event after event after event. And it's got to be hour by hour because heaven forbid we sit on the couch and stare at each other. So I got to figure out what to do with the boat. I got to get matching cookies because you can't do a bachelorette party without matching cookies. So there's a lot to do. So if you have any suggestions, please hit me up in the DMs. I'm flailing. And it's in Rosemary Beach? Rosemary Beach. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Okay, Britney Spears is finally breaking her silence about her split from Sam Asghari. So we found out the two who were married for about 14 months were getting a divorce last week. We already heard from Sam. He's like, I'm not going to ask for privacy, so just please be nice. If you're going to talk about us, 
be gentle. But now Brittany is speaking out and she has shared a video of herself dancing, which if you've seen her Instagram, she'll sometimes post these videos of her twirling on her Instagram. Usually she has like a pair of like low rise booty shorts on, a little crop top. She's working it. She's doing her best. And um, in this video where she's doing her twirls, she has a caption about her divorce. She said, as everyone knows, uh, we're no longer together. Six years is a long time to be with someone. So I'm a little shocked, but I'm not here to explain why. Because it's honestly nobody's business. But I couldn't take the pain anymore, honestly. In some sort of telepathic way, I have been receiving so many messages that melt my heart from friends, and I thank you. So <laughs> telepathy is Instagram. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing. I'm like, DMs? Or are you receiving messages in your head from your fans? Um, she says, I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel, but some for some reasons, I or for some reason, I've always had to hide my weaknesses. And I thought this was very interesting. She said, if I wasn't my dad's strong soldier, I would be sent away to places to get fixed by doctors. But that's when I need family the most, which I was very confused about because isn't her dad like the one that was orchestrating her conservatorship? Well, I think she's referring to that's how she's been conditioned. Like during the conservatorship, her dad made her her strong soldier. And that's what she like. That's all she's known. So that's how she's always had to act because that's what he demanded of her. I, I know I've said this before. Also, I know the popular opinion is that Brittany's dad is a D-bag who's really trying to control Britney. We haven't heard anything from him. As a parent, I am just wondering if he really truly is trying to do the right thing because he knows his daughter better than anywhere anyone else and knows what she's capable of. Well, I mean, is, didn't he take all of her money? I don't know, like, the nitty-gritty of the details, but I do know, like, they profited off her for a long time, and I can't see how you could have somebody's best interest at heart while also them being, like, your sole financial backer. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's certainly a conflict of interest there. That's for sure. But if he thinks, if he really, as the father, thinks that, look, she's just not capable of making these decisions herself. And this is the reason why I'm doing it. Um, Look, he knows her better than anybody else. I'm not saying I have any insight or anything, but I'm just curious. Mm. Then it's interesting to me if he feels that way, that that he let her do a Vegas residency and work and all the things that he allegedly did, like controlling the birth control. Like it just... What he did, uh, from what we've heard from Brittany, it just went too far. Like, he may have had her best interests at heart, but there was shady accounting. There's shady stuff with other companies being paid. Um, She's not allowed to take breaks on when she's doing her dancing, the long therapy. It just... It seemed very, very extreme. I, I, all I'm saying is if I'm a father in this situation, Brittany obviously has her narrative and her take on this from her perspective, right? But if I'm a dad and I'm still trying to protect my daughter, I'm not saying anything publicly about it at all. I'm not saying that to protect myself. I'm just like, this is my daughter at the end of the day. She's going to have a take, but I'm not going to talk about my, my daughter publicly and talk crap. Well, uh, she she obviously feels very controlled by it. And a source told Entertainment Tonight that one of the reasons for Britney and Sam's split was that she was starting to feel controlled by Sam as well. Kind of in the same frame of her feeling controlled by her dad in the conservatorship. And now she's in this marriage where she's starting to kind of feel that same um, type of 
like stifledness. And so um, she's been feeling very free recently because she was spotted uh, going braless, getting fast food late at night. And she posted a video of her topless on the Instagram as well. So she is uh, she's definitely taking advantage of this new freedom she has with this divorce. <laughs> Love Island USA host Sarah Highland. She got called disrespectful on the show. So she hosts uh, Love Island USA, which is the lesser of the Love Islands, but it's still entertaining <laughs> nonetheless. What I makes it the, the lesser of the it, Love Islands? I, I, there's just something about the accents that make the <laughs> The British one so much better. Where okay. they're like, oh, we're gonna have a chat, we'll have a little bit of banter. And when you have the American ones where they're talking like this, it's just not as cute. Did it originate in the UK? Yeah, and in the yeah, US yeah. stole the idea. Um, but one of the islanders got sent home and his partner KK was like, you know what? I love you, you my boo, I'm gonna leave with you. And just to make sure that she was the that Sarah was like, This is the right decision, you feel good about this. She just checked in and said, Hey, you feel good about this. And one of the contestants did not like that. One of the other contestants whispered into her, her ear and was like, hey, I'm sorry for his little outburst. And she's like, it's fine. Boys will be boys. They think I'm being disrespectful, but. How was she right. being disrespectful? Yeah, she was she wasn't. That's why, that's why oh, I felt like, like she was. Yeah. You did? Yeah, I what? did. Because it's like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Kind of. That's how I took it. Like she was making a mistake oh. by leaving with him. Oh. And so asking again, if I were him, I would have been like, yeah, she's leaving with oh. me. Why is that a big deal? Okay. No, I'm with you now. Yeah, you turn right. me around. Yeah, right? You're right. I think the hosts have to ask that question because you're basically kicking yourself off the show. Yeah. So she's just like, just double check in. And someone was like, you got an attitude with that. So she she said she wasn't disrespectful. Taylor Swift might be the worst wedding guest of all time. I'll tell you how Swifties almost ruined her bestie's special day on your next Eva's on the birth show. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount. Code Abby. The Burt Show. I'm thinking there are very few dads that would sign off on the idea of their daughter dating one of their contemporaries, one of their friends. Oh, yeah. My dad would be so against this. I think so. You think? Yes. (laughs) I'm thinking about the company my dad used to keep, and he would not be down with me dating any of his contemporaries. (laughs) Absolutely not. So, uh, because I wasn't here on Friday, she was going to ask dad, or she was going around dad to ask to go out on this date? Well, that's just the thing. She's not exactly sure what she should do, because this guy is her dad's friend, but they're, they're more like work buddies. So, in her mind, it's not as bad, because they play pickleball together, but they're not like best friends or anything of that nature. He's a lot younger than her dad. She's 23. He's 40. Her dad is 52, but he joined her dad's company about six years ago. Mm -hmm. And the the vibes recently have just kind of started to pick up where he's wanted to actually take her out on a date. And she thinks he's very hot. 
He's divorced with no kids, but she's confused on if she should say something to her dad because she actually does enjoy, mm. like, the secretness of it all. Mm-hmm. But she also doesn't want to feel like she's doing this behind her dad's back. So should she actually say something to the dad? Should she not say anything at all and just go on a date? Or should she just <laughs> shut it down completely because it's inappropriate? Very curious what your advice was for her on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that my dad wouldn't be cool with this, so my advice was don't go for it because if, if it goes wrong, it just ends up being, like, this really awful mess of like now he has to work with your dad and like your dad's gonna look at you in a weird way because you dated his co-worker it just it's not gonna end well so I said no I said no because I mean I get that dad and the guy are not best friends but I feel like if they play pickleball together that that's enough for him to <laughs> at least respect the dad enough to mention it to the dad himself mm-hmm. as opposed to actually having her do it I yeah. think he should do it so because he's not doing it I don't think she should do it and I we didn't discuss this last week but I just realized he met her when she was 17. Mm-hmm. Does that make it feel any different? Yes. It's oh, so yes, icky. it does. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, she that said hurts. that they haven't, like, it, it was recently that mm-hmm. they've been having these, like, flirtatious interactions. But the fact that he's known her since she was 17. It raises the ick factor a little bit, I think. I uh-huh. think so. Yeah. By, by a lot of it. Okay, so what'd she do this weekend? Did she go out with this dude? She Did she tell her dad? What happened? Kristen's got the update. That was a close call. <laughs> Too close for comfort. We ended up going out Saturday night and had the most amazing time. Great convo, great chemistry, sexual tension. It was all there. He drove to the restaurant and I took an Uber. We both polished off quite a bit of wine, so the plan was to take an Uber to my apartment, and I would drop him off at his car the next morning. That's how well the night went. We went to my place, and this is where I'm going to pause on the detail sharing. The night was, dare I say, magical. They did it! (laughs) You don't know that. They did it! (laughs) The next morning, we were cuddling when I heard my front door open. Oh, God. <gasps> no. Oh, no, God. No. Aye. We're talking about a real front door here, right? Not yeah. something metaphor. <laughs> Not metaphor. Yes, <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> <laughs> I had completely forgotten about my dad coming over to change the oh, air filter. Oh, no. Wow. No, 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 no. Come on. Now, my dad would never walk in unannounced. He has a key, and we had coordinated this days ago. It just completely slipped my mind. <laughs> I told, quote unquote, Zach to not move a muscle. I threw some clothes on and ran out to see my dad. I tried to play it as cool as possible. I made him a cup of coffee. He changed the filter. We chatted. And finally, 45 minutes oh, later. Boy. She couldn't get him out. <laughs> he was heading out the door. I closed the door and heaved a sigh of relief thinking we had escaped disaster. Then I looked down and saw it. A pair of men's shoes by the door. Did my dad see them? Even if he did, does it matter? There's no way he can know whose shoes those belong to, right? Regardless, I feel like we need to come clean. I thought this secret romance would be exciting and fun, but instead, it almost gave me a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, Pop still doesn't know. He just knows that she's a bit of a salute. No, that's not. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You take that back. But he has no idea that it was his co-worker at this point. Right. I wonder if he, did he drive over there? Because I know. No, he t- he they didn't. took an Uber. Oh, okay, okay, So there's okay, no car out okay. front. So she's probably safe then. But I mean, I know he saw the shoes though. I, any dad is going to see them shoes. For sure. I don't think any dad's going to bring up seeing the shoes because that would be H-E-L-L-A awkward yeah. as he's walking out the door because she is a grown woman. Right. Well, yeah. and 
if the, the shoes are there and the door is closed to the bedroom, he's going to start thinking, okay, dude's still back there. Maybe that's why he left so fast. Yeah. No, 45, 45 minutes? minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's not that fast. how long does it take to change a filter? I, I don't like, know, I've never ten, done that. like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you open the vent, you pull out the dirty one, you put in the clean one, and you close the vent. Well, maybe he had to check it 45 times okay. just to make sure it was right. <laughs> okay. So I, I think she has to come clean to Pops at, at this point, right? Yeah. If they're going to continue to see each other. Yeah, I think this was your life lesson. Like, so you realize you're playing with fire. Come yeah, clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. you might as well at this point. The Burt Show. Elon Musk has given me the escape that I've been wanting for the last couple of months. I'm not even using Twitter all that much anymore. You know, I don't, I, do you guys still use it like daily? No. I used to like multiple times a day check it, and now I go days without doing it. I just use it to check uh, like news and things like that, but I don't actually use it for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I like retweet stuff or I'll get updates on like what Taylor Swift is doing. But other than that, it's not really like a social media lifeline for me anymore. Yeah, it's just such a negative place to me, you know, like and, uh, you know, clear my headspace. I've just been using it less and less and less and less. And one of the powerful tools before was that when somebody was being an a-hole in anybody's life, you could block them on Twitter. You know what? I've always kind of felt like social media is that's my property. That's my real estate. Right. You want to come on into my house, you got to be nice. You got to be polite if you want into my house. And if you're going to be nasty, I'm not going to invite you back to my house anymore, right? So you can block somebody. Well, Elon Musk said on Friday that they are going to be losing the blocking feature. So yeah. anybody can say whatever they want to you online. To me, that just gives permission for anti-bullying or t- it gives permission for bullying yeah. online. Spoken like a true bully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obviously not the biggest Elon fan in the way that he handles business. I don't agree with it. But then again, I'm not a billionaire who owns multiple companies. <laughs> so what do I know? But my point is, like, I think a lot of people are blocking him. And to me, this screams like you. we've seen him make emotional reactions and changes on Twitter. To me, this screams he's been blocked too many times by people. So he wants it unblocked. Yeah, it seems like the only people who have uh, who would like the idea of there not being a block factor are the people who get blocked all the time. Trolls. And exactly that. <laughs> and his reasoning for it was the funniest part, because it doesn't make sense. It, it makes plenty of sense to be able to protect your mental <laughs> peace. Right. What are you talking about? I think it was Cassie when we were talking about this off the air that said, look, if somebody says something nasty to you in the real world, you're allowed to turn your back and walk away and never talk to them again. But you can't do that socially anymore? Yeah, you're on social have, media. You're gonna have to say, and that's the thing. People can say you can ignore it, but you can't when you're like in your replies and you see it front and center, yeah. Yeah. and it spikes that anxiety and that anger and that yeah. cortisol level. Like there's no escaping it. Right. I mean, you really got to protect your mental health here, and he's not allowing you to do that <laughs> in this case. I think it's a really, really stupid strategy. Well, it's one step closer just to, to, to deleting the whole entire thing. Yeah, right. He's given me. I wanted this. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a reason to get off of Twitter. <laughs> uh, speaking of mental health here, let me ask you guys a question. All right. Because I see where he was. Maybe I understand where he's coming from, from his history, but it's never a good idea. So I'm talking to somebody on the phone last week that goes out on a first date, pretty traditional stuff, you know, like now traditional. Uh, You meet on a dating app. Oh, it's so traditional. Uh, They meet on a dating app and then it escalates into texting. They get off the dating app and now it's time to meet for the very first time and actually go on a first date face-to-face. So they're both excited about it. And I think from um, maybe from... um, Linking up on Hinge or whatever until the first date was a month. So 
They felt like they knew each other pretty well. That's a long time. Is it? It's like having a pen pal at that point. You're yeah. writing letters back and forth like he's off at war, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you meet up at a bar and say, like, it's so good to meet you, Jared. Oh, darling, did you get my letters? I wrote you every day. <laughs> um, how long would you say on average from you, like, swiping on somebody to first date usually? God, I, for me, I want it as short as possible because I hate the pen pal thing where it's like, good morning, how is your... I don't know you. You are yeah. a stranger on the internet. So for me, I try to make it less than a week and if it's longer than that there's got to be a good excuse okay so anyway so they go out and they're having they're vibing and they're talking about their past and they make the one mistake of talking about their exes on their very first date so she was saying why she's no longer with uh, her dude and then he says something to the effect of well i'll be honest with you my last girlfriend uh was bipolar and it was really really challenging to me and I tried to hang in there. It was a very difficult relationship for me, but it just didn't work out. And it was the reason why, quite frankly, we're not with each other anymore. So then he asks her, so with that, because I don't want to go down that road again, can you tell me a little bit about your mental health? <laughs> right there, first date. First date, right? So I wanted to ask you guys, is this shady or not, or is it legit knowing that he's got a past here and he knows this is not what he wants? Still seems kind of icky to ask, it right? Is, no, it, it, I mean, from the you just saying that, the cringe I felt, mm-hmm. and I, I get that he has, um, he has a past when it comes to somebody who was dealing with that, and it wasn't a successful relationship, and it was hurtful to him, and there, there's some, he's he's struggling with that. He's trying to avoid what broke what quote unquote. Yes. He couldn't handle in his last relationship. I, I t- and I, res- I respect that. But I also respect her privacy. And like the very first date, no, that's intrusive. Mm-hmm. Like that's, 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 that's overstepping a boundary and that's overstepping a line. And personally, if somebody, you know, asked me that, we are trying to break the stigma of mental health. I think mental health should definitely be talked about. But this doesn't seem like it's being talked about in a productive way. Like you're fishing to find out if I have any mental health problems to see if you want to date me. That just, that doesn't sit right. Yeah, let's find out if we even like each other first. Because <laughs> right. here's the thing. We, we all come into relationships with our own baggage, right? And you have a right to let somebody know, you know, your relationship history. But there's got to be, and I've talked about this before, there's got to be a natural progression of the relationship. And instead of just jumping this massive bag on her on date number one before the bread basket even comes out, you kind of want to like trickle your baggage onto somebody. You know what I mean? So it's totally fine if that's a part of your relationship history. If you've had these, um, you know, problems with handling somebody else's mental health and you don't want that in a future relationship, totally valid to not. But maybe on date 10 and not um, (laughs) within 30 minutes of seeing somebody. There is a line there, I feel like, because you do want to, I guess, know the red flags as soon as you can, whatever they may be, because you don't want to waste your time and you want to get it out the way early. But that... That just feels like a very intrusive question. Like, I wouldn't be offended if someone asked me. It wouldn't bother me. I would just feel like you have a right to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. But I certainly wouldn't ask someone else that on the first date. I'd say, yes, I do suffer from it. Then i throw a drink in your face. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Proving that you definitely don't want to be with me. I would be like, I do suffer from some mental health issues. I want you to guess which one you think it is. <laughs> Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Name that mental health struggle. Go. So we're all in agreement. Ditch, don't date. I wouldn't date him, no. Um, I, 
I think he just missed a social cue. I wouldn't ditch him, but uh, definitely flag it. What I hear you saying is it depends how hot he is? Yeah, it depends on okay. how hot he is. It's here, Bert. The Bert Show. All right, Kristen, you want to explain exactly who Addie is, what Bert's big adventure is, and why she is here to kick some butt today? Bert's big adventure is our nonprofit where we take kids with chronic and terminal illness down to Disney World every single year. It's also turned into a community for these families that have children with special needs. We have reunions four times a year. We have our Fairy God program, Fairy Godparent program, where we visit the kids in the hospital if they're ever there. Um, and Addie is one of our <laughs> Bert's big adventure kids, and she has has a personality that is larger than life. Like she she walks into a room and it lights up. She like does. she just brings awesome energy. And we learned literally on the bus ride from the airport back to the hotel um to get to, to get the families and their limos to send them home from Bert's Big Adventure. That Addie's got jokes, oh, man. Oh, yeah. she got jokes for days. And so we've had a couple of joke-offs <laughs> with Addie and our resident joke teller, Cassie. And we saw Addie last week, and she basically cornered Bert, and she's like, yo, when I'm coming on the air again to do a joke-off. It wasn't a question. Yeah. It was like... Uh, I'm coming on yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> make room. Yeah, make room for me. Hey, Addie. Hey. How you doing today? Good. Addie, how old are you? Seven. Seven years old. I want to tell you, even before we get into this, Addie, um, I just want to let you know the personal power that you have. And I hope this comes off in a good way. So when I saw you on Thursday, um, I was not having a very good day. And um, as soon as you came into the showroom and you ran up to me and gave me that hug and I saw your smile, you completely and totally changed my day around. And I wanted to thank you for that. Okay, I love you too. Oh! oh. Guess what? You win. That's right. Yeah, right. We don't need to do this. It's already done. All right. So, are you are you ready, Addie? You have never lost a corny joke off before. Oh yeah, I'm ready. She's ready to go. Ready. All right. So it is the Burt Show's corny joke off. Me so corny. So she is the champ, so Addie should tell her joke first, and then Cassie will tell hers, and then we will all vote who wins that round. Sounds good. All right, Addie, bring the heat. Okay. What is a what is the pig's favorite karate move? A pig's favorite karate move. <laughs> I don't know what. The pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Pork Bringing chop. Bringing it strong, Abby. That's good. good that's, luck, that's Cass. Cute. Why am I so nervous? <laughs> oh, because I'm against the reigning champion. That's why. Where do rainbows go when they get in trouble? I don't know. Prism. <gasps> yeah, uh, it's, it's a light sentence. Uh, but it gives them time to reflect. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you tried to hit it with three different levels. That, you did. Well, and it's STEM oriented, so hashtag science goals. <laughs> uh, my, my, my vote is for Addie. Oh, well, I got to give it up to the pork chop all day. Yeah, day. Addie, all day long. Pork chop better than rainbow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Cass, you're up first in the second round. How does Kanye West like his eggs? Oh, I don't know. Over Yeezy. <laughs> 
I think it was a sympathy chuckle, but I'll take it. It was. All right, Addie, what are you coming back with? <laughs> okay. Why are sports stadiums always so cold? Why are sports stadiums always so cold? Mm. I don't know. How come? They are filled with fans. Filled with oh. fans. Oh. Fans better okay. than easy. <laughs> <laughs> Point to Addie. Point to Addie again. All right, Addie. You... Say again. Hmm? Oh, I think that was just the baby in the background. Okay. Um, all right, round three, you're up, Addie. Okay. What did one toilet say to the other? What did one toilet say to the other? Mm-hmm. This might be right down Kristen's alley here. Hey, toilet humor is my jam. <laughs> no. I don't know. You looked a bit flush. <laughs> you looked a bit flush. What's blue and not very heavy? Sky blue. Close. Light blue. Oh, oh, I, get it, get it. I heard that joke before. Of course you did. Well, yeah. You are the expert, Addy. I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right, Cassie, you're up. What do mermaids wash their fins with? Ooh, I don't know. Tide. <laughs> that, that's actually cute. <laughs> oh, Addie, just smoker. Go ahead. What did the horse say after it tripped and fell? What did the horse say after it tripped and fell? Oh no! What? <laughs> help! Help! I can't giddy up. <laughs> Good luck, Cass. Whew. What do you call a group of men in line waiting for a haircut? I don't know. A barbecue. (laughs) 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 Cassie loves her jokes so much. (laughs) Addie wins again. All right, one last one here. Cassie, you want to start it, and then we'll crush with Addie here at the end? If you had to eat one Australian animal, would you choose a kangaroo or a matter baby? What's the uh, matter, baby? I don't know. Nothing. What's the matter, baby, What's with you? The <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Andy, this is a slam dunk for Did you, you right here. Did you see the look on Bert's face? He was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and finish her off, Andy. Okay. Why did the dinosaur cross the road? Why did the dinosaur cross the road? Well, duh, to get to the other side. No. Because the chicken wasn't born yet. Uh, <laughs> that was good. I love those science okay. jokes. <laughs> Another clean sweep by Addie. Addie, we love you big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you big time, and we'll see you soon, okay? Okay, bye. All right, when does our raffle start for uh, Burst Big Adventure? I and the Mer- n- Me no neither. Idea. We got to do Avalon Noon Tonight Fashion Show, and yep. then we start that after. We start the raffle after that. Hey, if you want to get involved with Burt's Big Adventure, you know somebody that could go on the trip. Maybe you want to give a buck or two. All the info up online at burtsbigadventure.org. The Burt Show. <laughs> I want to try something new this morning. Just now hit me. I'm going to call this the um, one-person debate. Okay, Mo. You are a debate team. Cassie, I want you to grab a mic. You are going to be a debate team here also. Okay. I am going to run a clip that has been going viral on TikTok for the last couple of weeks. And Cassie, I would like you to argue the woman's point here. And Mo, I would like you to debate the man's point here. Okay. Okay. All right. So random dude out on the street. He's got his mic and he asks 
Simple questions here. Is it disrespectful if your man likes bikini photos from random women? She said, of course. And then he asks, well, do you post bikini photos of yourself? And she said, yes. And they're both looking at each other like, well, isn't that kind of the same thing? Aren't they both disrespectful? No, I don't think they are the same thing. So posting bikini photos, when you date someone, like if you date me, you don't own my body. You don't get exclusive rights to look at it. I'm not going to wear like a bed sheet head to toe. I'm going to live in the world. I'm going to be proud of my body. It took me a long time to learn to love it. So if part of that is putting myself in a bikini on display for other women to see and to empower themselves and look at different body types, I'm going to do that. You liking photos of other women is engaging in other women in a sexual way or a way that that implicates that you want to be with them when you are dating me and we have agreed to be exclusive. Me putting my body online to empower other women is not detrimental to our relationship, but you engaging with other women behind my back on Instagram in that kind of seedy way is detrimental to our relationship. Okay, representing most state mm. university. <laughs> <laughs> You're sticking up for men here. Okay, uh, while I don't think that it is the same thing, it's not, I do think that you have to keep the same energy for reason being, right? As a man, I know we think differently, but at the same time, it's not technically engaging i feel like if you like a picture of another woman it doesn't say i want to be with you it simply just means i like the picture and for whatever reason that women like to post bikini pictures especially if you're my girl and other men like it and i have to now see these other men liking your pictures and i see how it may make you feel better i think it's only right for you on the other turn to allow me to give those other women that same experience and feeling that you're getting because you are now taking that away from those women and that is not right at the end of the day Exhausted. You want to take the rest of the morning? Yeah, that's all I got. I felt like you kind of blacked out halfway through there. I had to. But you did it. Cassie came strong, man. Yeah. I was intimidated. So how do you guys really feel? I mean, essentially, they're both kind of thirst traps, aren't they? I'm with Cassie on this. I think engaging with it is completely different than putting out a photo. I've actually had this conversation with one of my old coworkers from my last job because I posted a bikini photo and he said, hey, did you feel like I was like hitting on you in some kind of way by me liking this? And I said, no, because we have the relationship where we're friends and I know that you liking it just means that you're supporting it. But if you're some guy who slid into my DMs a couple of times and I see you have a girlfriend or a wife and you like it, that means something completely different. Kristen. Yeah. Wow. Both arguments were very strong. (laughs) Um, I feel like if you are in a secure relationship, then none of it matters. Yeah, he can well, like he can well, like pictures. Who's really in those? He can like pictures <laughs> of women, and you can post pictures of your body, and it doesn't matter. As a general rule, though, so I would not be happy if my husband liked bikini pictures on Instagram. And well, let's take Bart out of it because he doesn't care about anything. True. <laughs> <laughs> so even keel about everything. Yeah. But would most men be bothered that their women are? Are showing, you know, are, are posting bikini pictures, but they've yeah. already made it like known that. But you're not allowed to like anybody else's bikini picture. See, that's the thing. Like I posted, I know we have to take Bart out of it, but I I can only talk about what I know. And I posted bikini pictures on my Instagram, <laughs> and my husband has had no qualms about it whatsoever. So let's take a look at him, right? Because I thought this was really really interesting. Because if you do like a bikini photo, right? And you're a dude, you're essentially saying, "Hey, I think you look hot. You yeah. look great, right?" Now, if you're in a relationship. 
with somebody, you would never say that to another woman. It would be disrespectful. Verbally, it would be disrespectful, right? Especially in front of your current. So why wouldn't the heart be just as disrespectful? And if you're a woman and you're in a committed relationship also, isn't the bikini picture just kind of a thirst trap? Like, hey, tell me I look good. I think there are so many variables. Like, how is a bikini pic different from a new haircut pic? Like, you want people to tell you you look good. I mean, come on. You're wearing it in public, though. I mean, it's if it it, it was a bra and underwear, I would feel differently because that's kind of a bedroom outfit. And if that's not your normal MO, then that's weird. Women are wearing underwear as their, like, formal attire now out. Well, what I'm saying is, like, I think it's okay to, like, seek validation if that's what it does it for you. Like, if you feel insecure and you need validation online... Post that picture, but it's your body. You get to post whatever mm-hmm. you want. That That's the problem. Like, where it differs is by you being like, you can't post bikini pictures. It feels like we're policing women's bodies. So you're policing men's opinions then also. No. Nobody says don't look. <laughs> nobody is saying you can't look at the picture. I mean, maybe some women are, some, but some like women are. you're on there looking. We're saying don't engage with it because we don't want you to go down that rabbit hole. Because cool, because if it, you double tap and it's a like, she can slide into your DMs and y'all can start chatting. But you're opening up that same avenue for other random dudes when you're posting yours. Absolutely. If, if you are in a relationship and you went to a bar, would you hit on a woman? Of course not. No. So the double tap and tap and the like on a woman you don't know. Let's be clear, a stranger, not like in Abby's situation, a complete stranger is akin to flirting. So I feel like it really kind of comes down to what what does the like actually mean? Yeah. Because I remember being in a relationship once and um, I got hit in the head, like playfully, (laughs) because we were were at a beach and I, I caught a look and she didn't like that. She felt like, why, like, how dare you? But I'm like, at the same time, you're in your bathing suit. I'm a guy. I have to watch other guys thirst over you being in your bathing suit. And I can't say a thing about it. I have to deal with that. So if they can have the look and you're giving them the look, then why can't I have the look? But to me, it felt like it should go both ways. The security should be on both ends, not just hers. But if you take a like as like you're actually coming on to her, then I guess that would be the problem. Whereas I think I, like a lot of men, see the like as I just like the picture. I'm not telling her I want to be with her. I just thought it was a nice picture. Tommy? I, mean, I have an answer. I have a uh, problem solved. I would like, on behalf of all men, to request from all the social medias that you put in a empower button. That way, that way we can click empower. We don't have to click like, and we don't get in trouble. I, like I don't that. hate it. Okay. I like I that. I kind of love it. The empower button. So, what if you just write the word empower instead of the instead of like in the comments? In the well, comments. Now, now you commenting? We're <laughs> breaking up. So, if you write the word empower, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Just comment. I respect you as a woman. <laughs> You're on the Burt Show. All right, so back to the tea here because she had a very intense appointment all set up. She was going to meet the husband's mistress. Uh, you guys fill me in on what was going on on Friday? No, she's talking about doing it this week. Oh, it's this week. Yeah, okay. this is the first part of, uh, this is the Got first it. email she sent us. Hey, Burt Show, to thank you for the years of entertainment you've given me, I thought I'd share a little story with you that I think you'll find entertaining. I've been married for nine years. I can honestly say nine wonderful years until now. A friend of mine owns a furniture store. I was there recently looking for a new dining room table when she mentioned she thought my husband had recently purchased one. Perplexed, we looked up the sales order. Sure enough, there it was. 
a receipt for a dining room table my husband had purchased. However, the delivery address wasn't our home address. It was an address I had never seen. I thanked my friend for the information and immediately left to go do some digging online. After some, uh, spending some time online, I was enlightened to my husband's extracurricular activities. I figured out who lives there, and I also discovered a recurring payment from one of our accounts. My husband typically handles all the bills, so I don't often check those accounts. I decided to do a little more digging. I drove to the condo complex and went to the front desk where a young man was working. I made up a story that I was concerned our automatic payment wasn't working for condo XYZ. He confirmed our information and the information of the tenant for me. It appears my husband has a mistress, a mistress that he is footing the bill for. I've yet to tell my husband I know any of this information. Instead, I plan on visiting the mistress sometime this week and confronting her to get as much information as I can. Then I will confront my husband. Hope you enjoyed my drama. Hmm. It's kind of comforting knowing you guys are going through this with me. Wish me luck this week. Oh, this is the tea right here. Okay, so we can use the voice disguiser on this. This just seems like a really bad idea to me, but I'm sure that there are women listening to the Burt Show, part of our family that has done this, where you go and you confront the mistress before he even knows about it. I am super curious how that went. If she knew that she was even the other woman and... Did anything productive come out of it whatsoever? One eight five five Virtue. Whew, this is combustible. I mean, I did it, but I knew the girl my boyfriend was sleeping with behind my back. You did it, but you knew. Say that again. So she she was a friend of mine. Uh huh. So it was actually her ex that I got permission to date. He and I started dating, and then behind my back, she started sleeping with him again. So my. So, so it's not a total rando. It's not, no, it's not a random person. However, so um, I saw her car, her her specific Jeep with this duck decal in the back window. So I knew it was hers and it was at his apartment complex. And so it got, it was then confirmed that, okay, he is sleeping with her um, while we are dating. And so um, I remember when we were in college, oh, Charlie's was the place to hang on Monday nights. Duh. Duh. (laughs) And, um... I, we saw each other there and the confrontation happened and she confirmed that she was sleeping with us. Really? Yes. Now, now it's a little less dramatic because you knew her. Yes. This is a total stranger that she just found out about. Yeah. And so you could probably predict what she, how she was going to react or what the interaction was going to be like because you knew each other. No, I, I didn't. I thought she would be like apologetic, but she's like, no, yeah, I am. <gasps> like she just, yeah, she wow. had... She had zero remorse. So I immediately left there and went to his apartment complex where he was having a party. And I walk in and he and his buddy are sitting there like in the parking lot playing their guitars. And I just yelled, did you not think I was going to find out? (laughs) (laughs) And that's when everything blew up. Here is Lindsay who had some serious drama. Hey, Lindsay, good morning. You're part of the Burt Show. Good morning. All right. So you approached the mistress and did he even know about it? No, he did not know at the time. I actually uh, talked to her, and I hid in her closet before he came over. What? Okay. Uh, you we got did a, not. We got a okay. story. We got a story yeah. here. 
So you knew yeah. s- you knew something was up, so you decided to sneak into the house and sneak into the closet. So he had no idea. No, so I had a friend uh, that actually saw them together and let me know, and so then I contacted her, and she confirmed, yeah, that they had something going on. She thought that we had broken up. Ah. She said that he was actually supposed to be coming over that day, so we. You know, I had plans, and I hid him in the closet and surprised him. So he was lying to her and lying to you. So the oh, yeah. two of you got yeah, together. She was six months pregnant at the time. Oh. Wow. I oh missed that part. God. What was it? She was six months pregnant at the time. Oh, no. Okay, so, Lindsay, you're in the closet. No, Tommy, turn the music down. Hold on. This is so important. Um, <laughs> so you're in the closet. Did you pop out why he was there? Like, what was the yeah. reaction? Uh, I mean, he was obviously surprised, but then he tried to, you know... How? He just kind of tried to blow it off. How do you blow I, that yeah, off? Okay, way out of that one, fam. I think you're done at that I point. I want to know. We've done that before, too. Like, what a guy said, thinking he would get out of, like, being caught. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like. I wish you somehow could have... Anything, anything and everything, and it didn't work. Dang, I wish you could have somehow forced that, that baby out. Like, have that baby right there in the closet. They had no idea. <laughs> that's, what you, that's how you want to introduce <laughs> hey, the baby to the world. help me out here? <laughs> how long would you have stayed in that closet? I'm just curious. Oh, as long as it took. As long as it took. Well, you only had three months before that baby was coming out. <laughs> You're on The Burt Show. I think I might be a horrible friend because I ruined my friend's number one spot to go to. And he never wants to go there again now. What'd you do? Aww. What'd you do? I think I rained on his parade a you, little bit. You, you were a Debbie Downer? I was. And it was nasty. But I, it was just one of those nights. And I think I just might be getting a little old. And I'm tired of it. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. Was this the club or was this a bar? So it's, that's the thing. It's, it's a club, but it's built like a bar. So there's not a lot of space in there. And I've been to this place with him numerous amounts of times. And the last time we went, I told him, I was like, I don't think I have this in me anymore. It's just, it's not enough space and there's way too many people and it's packed. And that's just not my idea mm-hmm. of a good time anymore. I don't think it ever was, in fact. That was just never me. Like, I like to have a little bit of room, some space, a section or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm not to be in the middle of the crowd and around everybody type of guy. So this particular night, his favorite place happens to be like right across from where I was recording music. And he kind of gives me the look at the end of the night. Like, let's, let's go give it a shot. And I didn't want to, but the group voted against me, and everybody wanted to go. So we go. Now, at this spot, you eat first, which that's the part I do like. Like, you can actually eat downstairs. It's more like a restaurant mm-hmm. while you're looking at me I, like that. Because I think I know where you're talking about, but Oh, ahead. you think you do? I think I do, but so, go ahead. Go so, downstairs, get your base, get your carbs in you before you go upstairs, get your drink on. Right. Okay. So you have to go upstairs in order to enjoy, like, the music and the crowd. <laughs> there you go. So the whole time that we're eating... In my mind, I'm hoping that they won't let us upstairs because I just got the word that that happens a lot. That sometimes it's a certain time, it's too crowded, it's too late, you can't get upstairs. So you're sitting there at dinner and you're just like continuing conversation, extending conversations that have no right to be extended because you just yep. don't want to go up there. Exactly. I'm ordering appetizers. I don't even eat appetizers. Right? <laughs> I'm getting dessert. We staying as long as we possibly can. So finally the guy comes over and now my friend feels like he, uh, this is his spot. He's comfortable here. So the guy comes over, gives my friend a hello, and then goes back. And then he stops him and he says, hey, can we go upstairs? So the guy says, I'm going to be honest with you. It's packed up there. They're not really letting anyone else up there. Oh, yeah. 
yes. So I kind of let out like a yes. And he, he kind of heard it, right? Oh, okay. Those are usually on the inside. I know. It slipped. And on, and on the outside, it's like, oh, man, you know what? We'll go and figure out something to do tonight. But on the inside, you're like, yeah. Yes, right? <laughs> and so he, he he was like, he gets up and he's like, nah, I know people. I'm going to get us in. Damn it. So he's, you know, he's flexing. He's got his chest poked out. So I'm like, all right, hoping and praying that he doesn't get us in. So he comes back and he has like this really disappointed face that they told him, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do for you. And he thought, like, this was his guy. Uh-huh. So he's sitting at the table. He's extremely disappointed. We're wrapping up. I'm like, you know, there's always next time. Don't worry about it, buddy. We'll be fine. <laughs> and then as we're leaving, someone that we're with that I don't even know, like I had just met this person this particular night, they get up and go, I'll get us in. Oh, no. <gasps> so, like, what is this? Like, why, why, can't, why don't you I just want to go home? The universe is getting you up there. <laughs> right. So she goes and she comes back. And goes, all right, y'all, I got great news. They're like, yay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, I got us in. Yeah, so I'm guessing dude number one, helper number one was a dude. Woman goes up, doors open immediately. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, shocking. And so at first I thought I, she just worked her magic. Fine, whatever, we'll go, up, we'll go up there. When we get to the door, the guy goes, you're welcome, Mo. It's nice to meet you. So I'm like, wait, what? <gasps> they dropped your name. Yes. Oh, they yeah. used your name yeah. to get she in. She used my name no, to get in the place I didn't want to go that. to. You're not so allowed to do that. She said, I'll get us in. Yes. But by her saying, I'll get us in, she used you to do it. So 100%. she went up there and said, hey, I just want to let you know that that's Mo from the Burt Show there. Exactly. And that. then he happened to be like, he knows what the Burt Show is. Yep. She told him and then got you in. Got us in. He's a listener. He gets us in. He thanks me. And I was pissed for two reasons. For one, <laughs> she never said she was going to use Use my name, and I can only be mad at myself. For two, when I've used my name my, myself, yeah. I don't get in. <laughs> I don't know why on this night that this stranger was able to use my name yeah. to get me in the place I didn't want to go to. But I, I, I could only be mad at me, but it pissed me off. And we ended up getting in, and by the time we finally got in, it was so crowded. It was mm-hmm. the most crowded it had ever been. They even gave us a section, but even within the section, like, people are on top of you. It's yeah. just not a good time. So I could really literally see, like, the excitement that my friend had of going to his favorite place, getting in, <laughs> but then they wouldn't let him in. And he looks at me, and he was like, we can go home now, Mo. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I, I officially broke him. You broke him. I don't know if that made me a good friend or not, but it happened. It is what it is. It is right? what it is. All right, Romeo, so you are wondering if dudes know if they are currently or if they just had a bad date. Yeah, I just want to know whether or not guys are really that stupid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, we can move on. Yeah, all right, next. All right, next section. Uh, no, yeah, so uh, the other day I was talking to one of my girlfriends, and she was telling me that she has gone on, like, five different dates, and she she recently, uh, I talked about her when she became single recently, and, like, it was the, the whole situation with her boyfriend stealing the Taylor Swift tickets. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yes, oh. I do remember that. He was yeah, holding yeah. them hostage, right? Yeah, she was, like, yeah. he was basically, like, keeping them for himself, and he was just, it was the whole deal, right? So she's out there in the world right now, single, living her life, and she was telling me that in the last five dates that she's gone to, one of them was decent. She said decent, not even good, just okay, like, mm, whatever. Mm? And then I was just like... Do you think, like, the other four, do you think that it, the other guys know that it was a bad date? Like, do they know that they're not getting a second date? Because I recently went on a date, like, over the weekend, and I felt it. Like, it was just, like, the when I left, 
the type of hug I got, mm-hmm. it was that vibe where I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not getting a second date. <laughs> I, I felt it. It was like weird. And but I'm, while the conversation and how long had you guys spent with each other before this uh, awkward hug? I would say maybe like two and a half hours. So for two and a half hours, you're thinking things are going great? I'm thinking, yes, I'm thinking I'm killing it. I'm thinking I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing a great job. I mean, we, we were having a good conversation, but it was just like at the end mm-hmm. where you just felt that hug. It was just like, mm-hmm. were was you doing like- most of the talking? No. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. I was. Uh, that's usually a part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've talked about this before that I think I was a really good, com- I'm a good conversationalist, yeah. right? Mm. So when I'm on a date, it's never going to get awkward because I know how to lead a conversation clearly. It's what I do for a living. Um, and they were never bad, but I also knew half an hour in that this isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, I've been on the other side of this where I've just been having a good time because I like to chit-chat. And if I'm out and I'm having drinks, I'm going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter who I'm with. And the problem is if you look like you're having a good time and you're leading the conversation mm-hmm. well and you're laughing, I think guys tend to see that as, oh, she's interested in me romantically. So it's this hard thing that you have to balance where, like, I've been on dates where I'm like, well, I don't want him to get the wrong impression and think that it's going well. So I'm just going to be really, really dry. And the first time that I did that, <laughs> the guy... W- was actually a listener of the bird show and he was like I thought you'd be bubblier (laughs) 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 I'm just not trying to lead you on so it's a hard thing to balance and usually the signal is just giving that like flaccid hug oh with the the pat 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 that's nasty don't they I mean I I have thrown this out there before and nobody is actually mature enough to do this but it would be really great like if you're on the date to have half an hour or hour check-ins to see if you guys really want to go another half an hour or hour but nobody's nobody's mature enough to do that that'd be so perfect like you sit down you both set a timer on the yeah. phone for 30 minutes and mm-hmm. then check in after that no a ref needs to come in and be like <laughs> <laughs> so you, time? <laughs> yeah but sometimes you just don't know until the very end right i guess so huh i guess yeah it, 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 it all depends on the hug really <laughs> the hug will tell you yeah can't you just say, like, 10 minutes into the conversation, like, hey, can I have a hug now? But, see, that's the weird <laughs> just part. See. Just <laughs> see where we are? Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Check in hug. Nothing creepy about that at all. It's the Bird Show. You're on the Bird Show.